Hey, hey, how's it going, eh? I'm Lee McCormick. This is Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast, episode 47. Driving with Bruce, volume up, pedal down. For this episode, I'm joined by three great friends, Eric Miller, Kimberly Blatz, and Brian Jacobs. Kim had this cool idea to list our favorite Bruce Springsteen songs to listen to while driving. It was a great topic idea and led to a fun discussion. So that's what I'm bringing you for this episode of the podcast this week. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review and rating. Also, check out our Facebook group page. Let us know your favorite Springsteen driving tunes. All right, the key is in the ignition. Here we go. Episode 47, Driving with Bruce, Volume Up, Pedal Down. Riding along in my automobile My baby beside me at the wheel I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile My curiosity running wild Cruising and playing the radio With no particular place to go Okay, it's my pleasure to be joined by uh, three of my great Bruce Springsteen fans. Eric Miller's here from the uh, Pods and Sods Network. How you doing, Eric? Well, Lee, how you doing, man? Good, good, good. We have uh, Kimberly Blast is back. We, uh, how you doing, Kim? Hi, I'm doing well, thanks. Yeah, we spoke first on that, uh, like we all spoke on that Rising episode we did a couple of months ago. And also we have uh, Brian Jacobs here. Oh, sorry, it's uh, Mr. Brian Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> how you guys doing? Good. Yeah, so uh, so Kim, you had this idea after we did that Rising episode, you had this idea for a topic. What was the idea? <laughs> well, it's basically the Springsteen songs that you love to sing in the car. Eric and I, I guess it was one summer. I don't even remember what, were, it was just super dark. There were no lights and you're flying down the road. The windows are down and we're singing, uh, we're singing a Springsteen song. I'm not going to say which one at the moment yeah. but uh i was like okay this is fun and then as time goes on i always find myself in my car if i'm singing a song with the windows down and i miss my exit or you know things like that it's always a springsteen song that i'm singing to so <laughs> yeah. it's bruce's fault <laughs> yeah totally yeah because it's not just you know it's not just the chorus or that i mean it's all the lyrics that you're just and you're pounding on your your steering wheel, and yeah. you got the windows down. I have flown by. I've gone like ten miles out of my direction, <laughs> and in Dallas, it's super easy to get lost. But uh, yeah, so that was my idea. Yeah, so the, <laughs> yeah, so the lyrics and the music, and I, I love cars, and so does Bruce. And like many many of his songs, many lyrics about cars. You know, and using cars and highways and roads is imagery imagery and metaphors for life and sex and freedom and stuff like that. So there's, there's a, a wide, uh, wide range of songs to choose from for, you know, songs that we like to listen to while we're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess we had the idea we're coming up with our, we each pick five songs that we'd like to uh, listen to while we're driving. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So let's just go around. Who wants to start anyway? Uh, who wants to... We should go ladies first. Right. Oh, sure. Ladies first. Okay. Yeah, Kim, it's your idea. You start, yeah. All right, all right. I have these in no particular order, and um, Wait, are these, I'm going to start are these out. In, are these in a particular order, or? I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> we have our number one. I don't know. Craig, um, always, Craig always busts my balls with that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, good he's not on this one. Okay, 
Um, so I'm going to do Thunder Road. Screen door slams, Mary's dress sways. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. Hey, that's me, and I want you only. Don't turn me home again. I just can't face myself alone again. It's justice story to me. I love, you guys already know that I love all of the lyrics and everything, but as anytime I listen to this one, I just see, I just have like a whole visual playing in my head with the harmonica and the narrator and Mary and the whole, the whole line, you ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. And just, I get lost in, I guess, the landscape of this tune. And I could put it on just repeat, 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 and listen just driving away. So I love how you call it the landscape of the tune. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty accurate. It's beautiful. Like it is just any any of his songs. You get such a lyrical picture. You get such a picture to it. You have a visual. Like you can see the town and the street and as we pointed out the cars and the the women that he refers to in all of the songs and just it's it's beautiful so this one is definitely yeah. on my list yeah that was on my yeah, list. i love i love the i love how the lyrics he's kind of inviting inviting mary into his car and he's kind of using his car as a you know as a vehicle pun intended transcending you know into that another part of life you know yeah well, kind yeah, of hard to go right. wrong with that one yeah i think so too and i was like ah, do i want to put this on my list because i'm sure other people are going to have it or you know on so many yeah. lists of top springsteen songs this one's on it is it going to be cliche but you know can i curse because yeah. i almost felt like saying you know because fuck it this is this is a classic Springsteen song and this is the one I like to sing so there you put go. it on there yeah awesome please say for a reason yeah. yes yeah <laughs> I have as I, I did bother to put it in an order because I've because I've been on too many uh, episodes with Craig <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have my number five we'll go with the same album with She's the One. Oh. wow yeah with a killer graces and a secret places that no one can fill. With her hands on her hips, oh, and that smile on her lips, because she knows that it kills me. With a suffering scream standing in that door that I dream, I wish she'd just leave me alone. Because French dream won't stop, and them boots and French kisses will not break the heart of stone. With her long hair falling and her eyes 
someone yeah, that likes you guys. You, know, are, you guys are hacking away my list. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you got to go next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just feel like the you know the what's a better you know so-called driving beat you know than that great Bo Diddley beat and yes. you know it's just such a a transcendent piece of rock and roll the sax solo and you know the the all the sexual Im- imagery and uh, man it is just it is just a perfect perfect piece of rock and roll and a little bit of nerdiness Lee might be tuned into this of course uh She's the one recorded in mono <laughs> for anybody yeah. keeping track, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. That's, yeah. I love that song. One of yeah. my favorite Springsteen songs, little driving songs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's my number five. Eric, what do you got? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I had that for the same reason. That beat is just what it is. Just, um, well, just to get it out of the way, I have a couple like this, but uh, Born to Run. just so evocative and it's so sort of eternally youthful and yeah just everything about that is just a classic so I'm assuming that's probably on at least one of your lists as well yeah that could be on mine possibly coming up (laughs) (laughs) Eric we might give you uh, we might give you a couple more to choose from right if uh (laughs) since we're stepping on your toes right (laughs) Uh, but uh, but it's Lee's call. I apologize. It's not my episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I put these in order as well. So my number five uh, favorite driving Bruce Springsteen song is Pink Cadillac. Well, huh? 
good drive and groove on this, pun intended again. Uh, I love that rumbling E string guitar, uh, playing the groove on that, it just kind of rumbles all the way through the song. You know, and then all the car metaphors start coming. Uh, Bruce brilliantly weaving all those car and sexual metaphors. Like, I can't tell if he's singing about a car or if he's singing about a girl. You know, and it doesn't really matter. You know, like probably summertime. Both. Yeah, probably both. <laughs> you know, summertime, more like cruising down the street on a Saturday night vibe. You know, driving that all-American Cadillac rather than a Honda and a Subaru. You know, so... Uh, <laughs> And also the tempo of the song, too. The tempo of the song has got that good kind of cruising speed, you know, that good tempo where you're just kind of just cruising right. down Young Street on a hot Saturday night, <laughs> cranking pink Cadillac. That's great. That's a great choice. Okay, Kim, you're next. You got another one for us? Yeah, I got another one. Um, so it's The Rising. Can't see nothing in front of me. Can't see nothing coming up behind Make my way through this darkness I can't feel nothing but this chain that binds me Lost track of how far I've gone How far I've gone, how high I've climbed On my back's a 60-pound stone On the shoulder half mile line Come on up further in the car um again you know being in texas i got a church on every single corner um but i like to spend my sunday mornings uh not in the building <laughs> either you know here in my house or driving around um it's just that the whole chorus the sky of blackness and sorrow sky of love sky of tears like just that build up singing Hear, just hearing the crescendo of the music and the whole that's the one that I want to listen to that's an incredibly life-affirming song for me and that like right now we have the perfect weather it's been about 70 degrees here during the day sunny uh, perfect I know I know <laughs> um, you just moved south um, but uh, it's that one the rising for me is another you know hit the ground running in the car and you know i'm real cool in my you know 2005 saturn but, it, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna run that sucker to the ground and i'll always have good music coming out of it so Absolutely. that one's right. my uh that's my next one so i'm gonna so my my list is i gotta say you know i i you know, I, I think Eric would be able to vouch for this. I tend to like to to dig deeper in things, but 
my list is really pretty, I'm going to call it a meat and potatoes kind of list. Um, I'm going to stick with, uh, with the Born to Run album, and I'm going to go with 10th Avenue Freeze Out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, it's kind of the, the perfect piece of, uh, of rock and soul. Entire Born to Run album is pretty much a good driving record, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that was uh, that was gonna be on my list, but the specific version would have been that New York version, which I never can get over or can get enough of. Um, oh it, yeah. It does all the intros and you know does that sort of yeah like prance across the stage to Clarence and they clasp hands and. Oh my god, that's so emotionally powerful. At last but not least! That's right! Last but not least! I'm talking about the Minister of Soul! Secretary of the Brotherhood! Do I have to say his name? Do I have to say his name? Say who? I'm going to claim it. Up. By the way, both of them were also on my list. Everyone, everyone's picked. <laughs> <So, laughs> luckily, I have a few alternatives. So I'm going to claim this one. Eric's playing clean up today. Right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim this one before anybody else does, and that's Badlands. So 
just from that opening drum, you know, that opening drum is one of those just little drum licks that I just carry in my head nonstop. And, you know, lyrics are powerful. You know, if you've ever seen it live, it has, you know, such a, a spirit and energy to it. And, you know, it translates to the car. And, you know, I absolutely love Badlands. Can't ever get enough of it. Although the best version I ever heard was Lee McCormack doing it at uh, the National Rock and Pot Expo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Epic version. <laughs> yeah, if you want to check out the Facebook group page and you can find the video for that there. We, we uh, jammed that at the National Rock and Pod. Alright, so my next pick, my number four, I'm going to go with Ramrod. Oh, nice. The, uh, off the River Record 1980. You know, in rock and roll music, I love car metaphors, and I love sexual metaphors. I keep saying that. Those are my two favorite things, you know. <laughs> so this song has both, once again, brilliantly weaving those lines between, uh, you know, sex and cars. I can't tell if he's talking about hot rodding or if he's talking about, you know, getting it on. But probably both again, you know. <laughs> you know? Just the lyrics just fire me up. Like, after a long week of work, you're up to your neck and hot. You're out in your hot rod, you know, you got your best girl by your side. It's a hot summer night, windows are down, the tunes are cranked. You know, you're just cruising down the city, checking out the city lights. And then it's got that fairy tale ending, that third verse, the last verse. He's having such a good time, he's gonna drive his little dolly with the blue jeans on, cross that county line and marry her so they can go <laughs> ramrod forevermore. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> got that like Danny and Sandy you know cruising off into the clouds at the end of the Grease vibe you know <laughs> that was always so weird when they did that it's like was this old movie a hallucination or why did they just fly off like that that was bizarre but that was the 70s <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah. and a uh, special dedication to Ramrod to uh, BJ Cramp and Brian Sorge who just absolutely loved that song yeah it's a great one and real quick, you know what I love about that one? The really powerful chorus, and he only does it once. You know, yeah, come on, <laughs> like, come on. He's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna overdo this. I'm just, I'm just going to the to the four and the five one time, <laughs> and, uh, and and we're and we're done. It's so great. Really.
one um, is Incident on 57th Street. Holla. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I know it's weird, but my next couple are kind of weird. But um, you're going on a long drive for that. You need a long drive, like a road trip. <laughs> <for that. laughs> it's that's, so, not, that's not just to go to the store to get some bread and milk kind of song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's this song is so beautiful, and I I was lucky to see him do it as a piano solo in 2002 during the rising tour and i just lost it i couldn't believe how incredible it was but it's just the whole build-up with the with you know the rope spanish johnny's puerto rican jane but it's more like romeo and juliet west side story vibe to it i love that the storytelling to it and then the whole may we may find it out on the street tonight, baby, or we may walk until the daylight, maybe. And he's like almost guttural, crying it, singing it. I don't, I can't do it. I can't do what he does with his voice there. But that, nobody can. Uh, no, that's incredible. That build up, and then the whole good night, it's all right, Jane, and that whole kind of fade out with it. And again, it just evokes another amazing um, tableau. You know, you can see him, you know, somewhere in New York, Spanish Harlem, you know, climbing in windows, going out, he's leaving her, but she doesn't want him to go. And just, I love the whole storytelling of that one. So that one for me is a fun singing in the car one. Hey, Kim, that is, uh, that is my favorite song of all time. It did not make my, my list. But it's my favorite uh-huh. song of all time. That's my that that is my favorite of his. That yeah. line as well. Wow. Yeah. I've seen that him do that solo piano at a show, and then the very first time I saw him, he did the full band version of that with the that screaming guitar solo at the end, which was so good. I yeah. tell you what, I uh, I was at the last show, the last Philly show on the reunion tour. It was show six of six, and he opened. <laughs> With incident, I had some of the best seats I ever had for for a Bruce show, and he opened with that, and that was the first time he had played it since 1981, and I lost my mind. I absolutely lost my mind. And a a, a friend of mine that I was with 
who was a much more casual fan. You know, she was like a born in the USA on kind of fan, uh, which is fine. But she was just not the same kind of fan as me. She thought it was she thought it was so funny that I was losing my mind, and it actually <laughs> it actually took away from the experience a little bit, unfortunately. But it was uh, uh, what an unbelievable moment. I mean, probably my favorite concert moment of all time. Wow, that's amazing. We're gonna have to, help, we're gonna have to do a whole episode just on that one song and that one moment there, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, to my knowledge, there are no pictures of it. <laughs> My number three, I'm going to go with uh, The Promised Land. Tom intro right into the little harmonica kind of the, the key harmonica riff throughout uh, you know another song with absolutely fantastic imagery and uh, you know some iconic lyrics you know that that last verse that I, I feel like so many people get get so much power from you know the blow away your dreams that tear you apart that whole that whole bit uh, just such a a great song, a, an all-time favorite, no no doubt about it. Kind of springboarding off of what, what Kim said, and I thought it got skipped over a little bit. She said she, she rides around in between churches and sort of her church is in the car, which, you know, I thought that was awesome. Um, so off of that same record, I will go with Lonesome Day. You know, just the rising record. I mean, we did that episode, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I have a, I have a drive to my mother's house, which is about four hours that I make, you know, a bunch of times a year. So it's you know four hours up, four hours back, and you know, doing with such regularity, I you know I've gravitated to certain records as being something of a staple. And the rising is one, you know, and obviously it kicks off with lonesome day. And, you know, just a gorgeous song, a powerful song. And, you know, we obviously talked about the, the meaning of it or the multiple meanings of it in the other episode. But, you know, never get enough of, of Lonesome Day kicking off that record. Right on. Yeah, that groove's a good, one of those good cruising tempos, too, on that song. You know. The other Crack record. Of that snare drum. I'm just going to throw it out there just as an aside. Another record that's always in there is the uh, Wilberry's record. But, uh, nice. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. The rising is with with a couple of references to uh, some Springsteen songs in there mm. on Twitter. Is there, and a, Man. is there? Is there a Springsteen reference? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, multiple references about the uh, the mansion on the hill. On the, I think they mentioned Route Nine and uh, uh, one or one or two other references. I think as well. Ooh, that's cool. I'll have to dig into that. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. There's another. Right. There's another episode for you, Lee. 
Bruce. Yeah, Brian's just giving me tons of episodes. <laughs> Bruce references. I'm not over today. <laughs> So my next pick, and it's my show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a, a tie. I'm gonna allow myself to give a tie for number three. <laughs> and uh, even before we just recorded this, listened to these two songs and seeing which one I was gonna pick. I couldn't decide. I'm picking two songs off Nebraska. First one is "Open All Night," which is a you know song about a dude in his car. He's trying to get back to his baby, driving through the uh, you know dark New Jersey highway. Um, bring on more of the car metaphors, you know, for some reason singing about car parts and mechanic lyrics, they just work well with rock and roll, you know, so, uh, you know, just verses, you can see this dude working on his car, his two prides, I was car and his girl, you know, the the line, I had the carburetor cleaned and checked with her line blown out, she's humming like a turbo jet, propped her up in the backyard on concrete blocks for a new clutch plate. And a new set of shocks, took her down to the car wash, checked the plugs and points, and going out from there, I'm going to rock that joint. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just hot rod poetry. I just love it. You know? <laughs> and that, there's that wicked line of when he first met his girl, Wanda, and he's like, uh, fried chicken on the front seat, she's sitting on my lap, we're wiping our fingers on a Texaco road map. Oh, I'm getting like, I'm getting shivers just reading those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> singing those words because I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> singing it Latin or something yet. <laughs> cool, so my, my, my other tie off that same record is State Trooper.
Neath the refining ground, where the great black lands flow, lies such registration. I ain't got none, but I got a clear conscience about the things that I've done. Mr. Stay True. Please don't stop me. Please don't stop me. Please don't stop me. Maybe you can care. Maybe you can driving in the summertime with the uh, windows down and you're feeling good listening to Springsteen. This is kind of like like it's a dark at night. Could be rainy. You know, like you're, you're driving slow. You know, the guitar in this song is chunking out that pulsating rhythm. Kind of seems like a, like a car engine kind of humming, you know, and uh, it's got that fantastic opening line, New Jersey Turnpike riding on a wet night. Yeah, just a, just a cool song, ominous song. And the thing I've always thought, of, thought about these songs is you know, it came out on the Nebraska record where it's all acoustic, but I wonder what these songs would have sounded like if you put the band on them, right? And if it would have turned into more kind of more hot rod driving kind of car songs with a band behind it, you know, like Max Weinberg playing on these songs or something like that. But, but it might have lost the, uh, you know, the energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Apparently he had, he did record it and he obviously didn't want to put it out probably for that, you know, very reason. Right. I saw Chris Cornell do that once on one of his solo acoustic oh, wow. tours. It was uh, might have been in Atlantic City. That song, cool. Yeah, I saw him in Atlantic City, and I want to say he did like three Springsteen covers. 
because he was in Jersey, he always felt the need. Um, so I saw him do Thunder Road, yeah. I saw him do Atlantic City, and I think State Trooper. That's awesome. Lee, you've no doubt heard uh, Steve Earle do State Trooper. Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite Steve Earle, Steve Earle covers that I've talked and played on this show a few times already. Yeah, that's a great version. And that's the thing, he's got the band on his version, right? So it turns into kind of a, a thumping driving song. Right. And he did, when Bruce did the uh, 2005 Devils and Dust tour, he played both of these songs at a few shows, and he kind of played it with the, the Gretsch guitar, and it kind of added more of that kind of rockabilly um, you know, vibe to it, which was cool. Oh, yeah. Hey, if I All can right. mention it real quick, Lee, um, have, you ever, uh, have you guys ever heard the, uh, the Nebraska tribute album called Badlands? You guys yeah, that's with a good that? one. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the Sunvolt version of Open All Night is so fantastic. It, uh, and it, it might not be everybody's bag. They kind of turn it into like a country waltz. <laughs> but somehow, oh, yeah. somehow it works. I think it's a great version of that. Yeah. He even did, Bruce Springsteen did it with the Seeger Sessions band and right. uh, subsequently right. some Easter band gigs. And they kind of did it like a New Orleans swing kind of. Yeah, I think they did it like a Western Swing sort of thing. Yeah, blues kind of thing. It's pretty cool. Yep. Hey, this is Max Weinberg from the E Street Band. You're listening to Tramps Like Us, the Bruce Springsteen podcast with Lee McCormick. All right, we've got a couple more left each. Who's up next? Kim, you got one for us there? Yeah, I got another one, and uh, this is probably my oddest choice, um, but you got to sort of kind of hear me out with it, but it's 41 shots. You know, I got kids, you know, reading the news and all of just the insanity and crazy shit that goes on with people and with their kids. And also, and this is probably character characterizing women in a very odd way. However, 
every once in a while you need kind of a good cry, but you don't want to cry in front of your kids, that kind of thing. So it's the whole part with, um, you know, the, I think it's the third verse where Lena's talking about getting her kid ready for school. And, you know, when you're out, you have to be respectful of the officers, keep your hand in sight, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing. If I hear this song and hear that lyric, I like start tearing up because that's something that I, <laughs> I'm never going to have to tell my, you know, blonde haired, blue eyed son to do that. However, I have friends that have to tell their kids to do this. And again, I sing this in the car because I don't ever want to like listen to this car in front of my kids and then have to explain like, why are you crying? You know? So it, it's, it's an incredible song. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit of an odd choice, but it's more, it's more not necessarily singing it into the car, but like crying in the car. I don't know. There are people who like cry in the shower, so their kids don't see them do that. So this this is mine. But it's. I saw him. I saw this one get done. I guess Giants was it Giant Stadium when he did all those shows in Jersey in like 2000. I like flew up from here and got tickets to go see it um, and saw him do this live, and it was just it was incredible. Um, so yeah, that one's on my list too. So, yes, yeah, weird choice, I know, but... No, there's no, there's no wrong that's, answers here. That's, that's my song. So. Yeah, we're all friends. Great yeah. One. Yeah, I would, yeah, I know. Just to jump on that, so, you know, I would imagine, like, that's the beauty of great art is, you know, being able to convey an experience that you might not personally ever experience, right? But being able right. to, to, you know, Bruce hasn't experienced that personally, I'm assuming, right? Um, right, but he, but he can capture that and and convey it to you know to you know people that don't feel that day to day, and that's just absolutely incredible. And I suspect, yeah. you know, knowing who you are, probably someday you will probably expose your kids to that and explain to them why. You know, once they're older. Um, and just just the other thought on that, you know, I can't get away from that song, the Living Color version of that song. Because that's where I learned it. Mm -hmm. If you ever have a chance to check it out right. on YouTube, and I think they do it at Montreux Jazz, and you know they do. I think it's like a nine-minute version. They stretch it out, and there's some technical issues, but you know the the power of it is you know palpable, and you know Corey breaks down, and you know he's crying, and Will's doing like these sort of erratic drum snare hits that you know just resonate like gunshots it's it's brutal but um you know wow. and everybody go check out the living color 41 shots i gotta check that out yeah you can get killed just for living you can get killed just for living your american skin my number two i uh I apologize for this. I said it would be meat and potatoes, but it's it's got to be Backstreets. <laughs> <laughs> Someone me and 
So my next pick, uh, it's a little bit of a, a somber one, and I don't know what you guys' thoughts on the song are, but for me, kind of like what Kim said, it's it's the song is one thing, but the the emotion of it, it that you experience around it is the reason I put this on my list. And it's Streets of Philadelphia, and the reason mm. the reason that song for me is, um, you know. I mean, a couple of you guys are aware, but, uh, you know, I'm widowed and, and my late wife, Carolina, um, had uh, come to the States at a point and this was the only Springsteen song that she had on her playlist. And it was the only one I think she might have known that was Bruce. Mm. Um, she came from Brazil and uh, so she played it a lot, right? So, you know, I have a, a real connection to this song with you know with her, my late wife, and and you know even more so just the title, not necessarily the lyrical content, but you know so her family would come to Brazil, and often I would play tour guide and I would drive them around Philadelphia, literally in the streets of Philadelphia, and this was the one song that you know like I said that she knew. So you know whenever I'm driving, uh, especially that that commute to my mother's house like i mentioned you know this is one that finds its way on the stereo at least once and you know always uh reminds me of her and brings a tear to my eye it has nothing to do necessarily with the lyrical content um although that does have to do with mortality so you know that also resonates mm -hmm. yeah streets of philadelphia that's a good song i would love i wish there was a 12 inch mix to that like i could hear that that keyboard and that loop for like 10 12 minutes it's just you never get tired of that yeah that's that's one of, the, that vibe of that song. that's one of the things about it it's like it's maybe three minutes or less right it's not a long song i don't think yeah it's really short yeah, quick, not yeah. Yeah. so whenever i hear it like i just want to hear it again like i have that same thing like man i wish there, i wish this was a six minute song you know? yeah absolutely right i want to ask a question to sort of bring it back from the, <laughs> the somber thing i just shared but uh so so that song and maybe like secret garden like those are kind of weird in the springsteen fandom like do they get played do they get embraced by the fans because they're two kind of weird one-offs right or my and i imagine yeah i like both of those songs a lot there was in those are the mid 90s kind of like both came on the greatest hits and they were both part of soundtracks you know that sort of weird 90s eras i always i'm a big fan of both those songs yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, he really embraced, 
you know, 80s into 90s, that, that, uh, that keyboard sound. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you hear uh, a bunch of this stuff on uh, the fourth disc of the tracks box, you'll hear a lot of similar sounding uh, material. So he certainly experimented a lot with those sounds. But I think uh, as far as, you know, Springsteen songs that are a little more popular, yeah, they, they certainly don't sound like, uh, like much else. Yeah. yeah, I think that's... Secret Garden's kind of soft. Secret Garden might be a little bit too soft. And, uh, you know, I always thought that song was kind of square or lame until I made the connection about how dirty that song is, you know? That's, mm. a, that's, a, <laughs> that's well, a raunchy well, song, I think. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, it's a very... Um, it's a bit of a sexy song wrapped up in a sweet kind of melodic yeah. tune. But it's also, with that one, you know, makes me think of this kind of theory that I have but you know you have your public face that you show people you have your private life that um, you know just between you and whoever you're closest to and then you have that secret part of yourself that you don't ever really share with people because if you do then they're going to find out what a freak you actually are and they might not want to <laughs> hang out with you so like I feel that like with this song, you know, the end of it where everything you want, everything you need will always stay a million miles away. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's one of my favorites, but not one I've ever sung in the car, I guess. <laughs> it's a good one. I, I, will say, I will say that, uh, did you guys hear that awful version that has the, the lines from Jerry Maguire like oh, interspersed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, hate it. oh my god, that's the fucking hate worst it, thing it, I've ever it. heard. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, I was gonna say in a different way that feels kind of dirty. Well, say it if you want to. We married. That place where you. on track to these driving songs my number two pick so uh okay let me just set the scenario for you first so you're in a traffic jam you got somewhere you got to go and you're just on a four three lane highway and it's just you're stuck you're doing five kilometers an hour for like an hour and all of a sudden kilometers you see one of those (laughs) (laughs) lee we're very open-minded here you stick with your kilometers all right You're doing, you're doing like, you're doing eight miles an hour down the highway. <laughs> and, uh, Sorry. And, then, and then all of a sudden, the traffic starts to disperse, right? It starts to open up a bit. Mm. And you can see, oh, we're, we're, it's going to let loose. There's going to be, I'm going to be able to start driving again. And then you turn the radio on and you put radio nowhere. Yeah. 
riff just starts, and then Max comes in with the slamming drums, and I just think that's the perfect driving song. You know, uh, you know, the traffic's cleared, the open road lies ahead. You know, that riff comes on, you put the volume up, the pedal down. Uh, I just love that riff, that groove, Radio Nowhere. Such a cool rock song. Oh, it's a great one. I thought you were going to go with Night from there, because there's some, uh, there's some, uh, similarities and theme there to that setup you were giving us yeah <laughs> but that's yeah, works. One. So like i said that entire born to run album is a, a driving record but yeah right just radio nowhere always like like an acdc song it's just make you have to drive fast like you can't drive slow to this uh, if you're in traffic and you're in and you're driving eight miles an hour you can't listen to this song or else you're gonna get in an accident you know you're gonna start you're gonna start driving wild <laughs> That's when you need a bumper car so you can just start, like going through everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, just we gotta repeat that term that he just said, and if that's not the name of the episode, you you missed the mark. Volume up, pedal down. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. Volume up, pedal down. Mine's Badlands. That's Badlands. the number one. Yep, that's the number one for me. Um, that look. I had. I grew up very middle class. I had nothing to rebel against. My mom pretty much let me do whatever the hell I want. So the only way to rebel would be like this completely straight laced kid. That wasn't going to be me. Um, but this song, just feeling that, reading the lyrics, singing that loud, feeling that build up for the ones who have a notion and a notion deep inside, it ain't no sin to be glad you're alive. And it just goes, goes and goes and goes and goes. And by the end of that song, I am like screaming at the top of my lungs. People look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah, that, this one for me is it. You know, it's, this is, this is the song. Cause yeah, shit, I'm very, very glad to be alive. I am happy to be here, um, and this this is just the one that does it for me every single time. I can't hear if it comes on, volume goes up to forty, all the windows are down. I don't care if it's twenty degrees out. I I am singing this one. My kids are yeah. sick of this song. They will live. <laughs> it's okay, but this, is, this one's it for me. So That's that one. Yep. And if you get the live version, you get the whoa, whoa, whoa's to sing along with it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that one. I got it. <laughs> They've heard multiple versions of this song, and they're like, okay, can we listen to something else? I'm like, no. We're going to listen to this one again. Okay. Yeah, false endings and then sing along on a live version is just so great. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Kim and I no. have, had, have had a summer night with windows down listening to that song. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That, awesome. that was... Uh, that was that song that I mm. talked about in the beginning. It was, mm-hmm. This was it. Yep. 
Yep. So I, can, I remember I, I had my I, I had I can vouch for yeah. her her bliss on this song on the radio with the windows. <laughs> I had we had we had the windows down. I had my feet up on the dash. We were just belting it out. It was good. I was going to say if you and if you're lucky enough to see him do it live and, mm-hmm. and toward the end of the song if you really need to use the bathroom, you go to the bathroom and you come back and they're still probably doing they're the still whoa, singing. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I take only a slight left turn. Uh, I'm going with the uh, with a live version of a song that was recorded at the Roxy on July 7th, 1978. I'm going with "Spirit in the Night" from the uh, from the live box. That's my favorite. I mean, it seems to embody the. Uh, the uh, a, a whole lot of different feelings and that that wild story that he that he tells and all the all the dynamics in it with the band and the kind of call and response all night all night and all that stuff i mean i, I think it is one of the riveting uh performances of that band and uh just just tremendous and that song being like a summer song you can right. feel the heat just in the lyrics. Plus, he's playing it in L.A. in the summertime. It's just like, you know, yep. going to be harder than that, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's a real favorite. My last one. I have I have two. I I kind of crossed off ones that you guys had already mentioned, but uh, so I have two remaining. So I'll just kind of throw them both out there. And I won't say a whole lot about either. But um, first one is out in the street, just because that is just pure fun. Baby, and I'll fix your hair up right. Cause 
to say about it other than it's fun. <clears throat> and then the other yeah. one is is um, take care of our own. landscape but uh yeah i've 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 driven to uh progressive political events and cranked that song going to and coming from and i've heard it at events and you know it just really resonates for me so those are my my lists since lee you sort of broke the seal with the tie as a guest i'm really <laughs> presuming i can do the same so my last two i'm going with out on street and we take care of our own two very different fields <laughs> yeah totally that's yeah, great. You know, it's funny if you if you know you look at this list. There's you know we're talking 20 songs here. You know, there's there's 20. You know, 20. Is that right? Did I do my math right? There's 20 different fields yeah. to a degree, right? Although Lee's songs are all about cars and sex, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh yeah, that's that's okay. <laughs> alternate honorable mentions uh, one would be Cadillac Ranch which is just uh, you know another good driving song good beat with a lot of good car metaphors in that one and then obviously a couple songs off Darkness on the Edge of Town record Something in the Night and Racing oh, in the Streets yeah. which is you know oh. two great driving songs about cars and you know you know busting free in the night and uh, you know those would be good like kind of late night driving songs but my, my obviously my number one driving song it's got to be the obvious Ford hmm. run you know absolutely you know the best windows down open highway pedal to the metal song I wanna die with you and me on the street tonight and another lasting kiss
Hard Five uh, lyrics like "At Night We Ride Through the Mansion of Glory and Suicide Machine." Like, like, come on, how, how about <laughs> you can't get any better than that? You know, chrome wheels, fuel injected. Right. Strap your hands, cross my engines. Hemi powered drones screaming down the boulevard. Like it's like a poetic hot rod lyric. You know, I just think it's amazing. And, uh, you know, Kim, you picked Thunder Row, you know, Born to Run, I think, is the companion piece to that song. Mm-hmm. You know, both Agreed. those tracks open the sides of the record. You know, Thunder Road opens up side one, Born to Run open up side two. You know, really driving home that, uh, you know, that imagery that he has with automobiles and transcending into this new part of your life, this new chapter. You know, and also that busting loose when the whistle blows, you know, jumping in your car um, at the end of a work day on a Friday night. You know, rolling the windows down, turning on your AM radio, and this song comes on. Like, just the production value, too. It just has that, you know, 60s, 70s AM Phil Spector vibe. You know, uh, oh, yeah. can't get any better than a driving song, Born to Run. We hit five of the eight songs from Born to Run. I think that speaks, wow. <laughs> speaks yeah. to uh, the power of the album on its own, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, there's our list. We have a – so I think we could put together a pretty good – playlist of some driving tunes. I might do that, you know, and <laughs> go take a road trip down to Atlantic City, maybe, or something like that. The four of us need to connect and do a road trip, and we got our playlist right here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There we go. We'll have to be very careful, though, uh, where we put a couple of those tracks in the playlist. We're going to have to split up Secret Garden <laughs> and uh, Street to Philadelphia right. and uh, 41 Shots. We're going to have to be very careful with them. <laughs> well, you, you could leave the yeah. one off. That one's just for me. That's totally Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> That's totally fine. You I can did, cry in I, front of us. We're, we're all friends. I, uh, I think I've cr- I think I've cried in front of Eric. So, I mean, that's one out of three of you. So, it's, you know, it's okay. Um, I did have, I also had Trapped, Jungle Land, and Fourth uh, of July, Asbury Park, Sandy mm. on nice. there, too, yeah. as just like a couple of extra ones on there. But, man, Trapped is such a good one. Oh, live. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So those were a couple of other ones mm-hmm. I had that we could throw on there. And if I had an honorable mention, I think I'd do Crush on You from the River. That one's fun. <laughs> just a party <laughs> tune. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for helping oh, with this uh, this show. Oh, this is going to be a fun uh, one. Just to uh, in case Craig yeah. listens to this, we can uh, we can all agree that Glory Days is the best riding driving song, right? Oh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Number one. And I'm the one with, uh, working on the highway too. And <laughs> highway Let's not forget Darlington County, and I'm going uh-huh. down. <laughs> I hate the organ, I hate the riff, I hate the sound, I hate the vocal, I hate the lyrics, I hate Springsteen songs where he brings up an uncle of Wayne's without properly telling you who Wayne is other than him being a dude in the car. I hate Wayne. I hate Sha-La-La and the fact that he tells anyone that they could Sha-La-La. I hate T-tops, fenders of cars, and bumpers of state troopers' Fords. I hate the county line. I hate rocking all night with two big spenders. I hate the annoying fucking backing vocals after the sax solos. I hate the glory of the coming of the Lord. This is Everything that sucks about Springsteen packed into nearly five minutes. Okay, thanks, guys. So uh, keep listening to Bruce. Keep, uh, keep driving your cars, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us, Lee. Thanks, guys.
So, that's the show, folks. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website at TrampsLikeUsPod.com, communicate with us on Facebook at our Tramps Like Us podcast group page, and on Twitter at Tramps Like Us Pod. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, where you can leave a review and a five-star rating. Tramps Like Us podcast is a nonprofit audio fanzine created by fans, for fans, and is available for free. We are not affiliated with Bruce Springsteen or Columbia Sony Records. If you've heard any music you like, please find it and purchase it from BruceSpringsteen.net, iTunes, Amazon, your local record store, or wherever music is sold. As always, gratitude and respect to Bruce Springsteen and all past and current members of the heart-stopping, pants-dropping, hard-rocking, booty-shaking, earthquaking, love-making, Viagra-taking, history-making, testifying, death-defying, legendary E Street Band. Break is break Come on, Jerry. You know this isn't easy for me. Okay. Okay. This is where it has to happen. This is where it has to happen. I'm not letting you get rid of me. How about that? I'm a smart wife. I love you. You? You had me at hello. This is vile. You had me at hello.